Welcome to the Exit Strategy, your no bullshit guide to divorce with the experienced attorneys from New Direction Family Law and guests that have been there. Unfiltered discussions to help you move from victim to victorious and from bitter to better. Hi guys, it's Elizabeth Stevenson. And Sarah Hink, thank you for joining us today. We have a really great guest with us today. Well, that's debatable, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll determine that later. Some days. Some days. <laughs> and today joining us is Christopher Hicks. He is an attorney at our firm, New Direction Family Law. So we're happy to have him here. Say hello, Chris. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. We're glad you're, you're here. The first thing we want to ask you is, you're the only male in an office of 13 women. How's that? How's that going for you? It's great. It's great. I always know where to be. I always know when I'm supposed to be there, what I'm supposed to be doing. And Chris is lucky enough to have his own bathroom, which that's true. All sort of us women are jealous about. That's true. Sort that's of. true. That's true. What are we talking about today, Sarah Jane? Oh, I think today we're just going to talk about Chris and <laughs> sounds good. And to what me. it's like to practice family law as a male because we sit yeah. around here all the time and we have a lot of female guests and I think a lot of people their minds automatically go to a female attorney for family law. And it's probably more so females that I see and come interacting with in the, at least in our area in the Wake County bar, but there are male attorneys and trying to, you know, pick his brain and what it's like in the male brain to deal with all the emotions that come with divorce and separation. Yeah. People ask us all the time, do you have more women or do you have more men clients? What about you? I think mine's pretty even. I think it's just the individual. Somebody wants a male attorney. Somebody feels more comfortable with a female attorney. I don't think it matters their gender. You know, in particular, I've had clients who requested a male, which is how I get a lot of my cases. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Not many to go around. That's right. I think it just depends. Individual. So how about you? What do you prefer working with? I don't have a preference at all. Do you see a difference, though, in the male and female? Overall, yeah. I would say so. I think the priorities are different. With a lot of the clients, some of the stereotypes hold up. The husband's been out as the breadwinner and their priorities are a little different on the you know, financial side of things. Mm-hmm. So I think some of those do hold up for whatever reason. But I, I really just want a client who's invested in their case and is going to help me help them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clients love you. That's what we know. I think you're just the most, you're laid back, you're empathetic, you listen, but yet you'll go kick some ass when you need to do that. Yeah. I guess we all do that. We all do that. Exactly. And that's what makes us a good team to work <laughs> together. And Chris is a great part of that. How long have you been practicing family law? 10 years. 10 years. You're a baby. You've been practicing 10 years? Mm-hmm. Gosh. Yeah. Where'd yeah. you graduate? Where'd you go to school? I went to St. Law- Louis University Law School. Went to Carolina for undergrad. But I went out to St. Louis for school, did my three years, came right back. And you're from here originally? I am. I'm from Benson. Benson. That's yeah. right. It's a big city. You probably heard of it. Yeah. My f- mom's side's from Dunn, so. That's close. Right. Neighbors, yeah. Close neighbors. They both have signs on I-95. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but you were working. You do a lot of work down east. That's where you started from, right? Yeah. Harnett and Joko and Johnston County. I was. Yeah, I was in Harnett. And I did Harnett, Johnston, Lee County, Wood stumble into Cumberland County every now and then, which <laughs> I think I think everybody has tried at <laughs> one, one point or another. <laughs> so that's good for people to know, like the differences yeah. in uh, small towns and small counties, then in a bigger city, how their family law courts work and the gist of it. Because I have, I find a huge difference whenever I go to a small county. I feel like a fish out of water, even though I, I'm from here. It's not like I'm from a big city. It's a whole different world. Like I have a client right now that I'm saying to her, you'd be better off and they're in a rural county, you'll be better off with the local attorney because they right. know the judges, they know what they like, they know what, and they don't sometimes like to see 
wait big city no you know lawyers coming down there do you see a difference though in, in smaller counties like that i do i do and it's better than the ones i'm from i still have you know connections right, and can right. you know, grease the wheels a little bit but definitely some of the other smaller counties i go to you you run into the judge at lunch and they'll right. have a quick conversation mm-hmm. or things like that and yeah. you do have to tell clients that sometimes you right know, yeah. right you need somebody there and it's not just that they know the judges all the time but it's they know when to file their papers to make sure they get on this calendar for this particular day. Little that. intricacies that because we tried to file, I tried to file like which is a temporary restraining order, which you can do without putting the other party on notice mm-hmm. to stop somebody from doing something. And the clerk wouldn't do it. Yeah, they just don't do. <laughs> they things just don't sometimes. do something. Right. And yeah. the law is different. I swear, yeah. even though it's a Same. state law, but right. county to county, it's different. And what a judge is going to enforce and not enforce, and how they're going to rule. But when I was new fresh attorney i always use that to my advantage when i went to small counties so i'd be like oh i don't know what i'm doing will you please help me and, and that's working less and less the more i practice and i really miss that part because it would go a long way and everyone would be so helpful and would guide me what to do and the other attorneys would be so There's, nice there are small so, counties. yeah they are I yeah so i don't like that part about practicing more and more i don't get to do that as much yeah do you see a difference in custody or judges different oh yeah wait county we're start with 50 50 yeah they definitely are they are. And some of the smaller counties are still on that mother's preference. You know, like every other, um, you're generic every other weekend. I mean, when I started in Harnett County, what they were calling standard visitation was every other weekend. That's crazy. And that's I mean, sometimes it's appropriate, standard. but. Yeah. Uh, well, I agree, but. Yeah, a lot of times, it's hard to tell a client. <laughs> yeah, great. and these judges, they just make a decision based off of such a short amount of testimony or evidence, and they probably just have in their mind what they're going to do as soon as you walk in, unless something big happens that changes right. it. They start with. And they're limited to an hour. I was in a hearing last week for temporary custody for an hour. Yeah. A judge gets to hear your case, and people don't understand that. You know? Yeah. Do you like going and to that, court? Oh, I love going to court. Do you? I don't like having a, a hearing in an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not an hour for me. That's half an hour for me. That, that's right. It's half an hour yeah. for each side. For your own client and to cross-examine the other person. And if you have a witness, you got to get them up there. Yeah, I'm going to be like, can I have my mom, my dad, my cousin, my neighbor, (laughs) my teacher or the kid's teacher come testify? And I'm like, no, we can't do that. And I'm telling clients, I know you've waited four months for this. We've got an hour. Yeah. And we won't be back here for a year. It's hard. (laughs) That's why I try to tell them, you've got to listen to my questions. You've got to answer precisely what the question is asking and don't go on tangents. And I swear, it doesn't matter how many times I practice with some people, they don't do that when they're on the stand. So if you're listening out there and you have a hearing coming up and you really take that advice into consideration practice with your attorney practice in the mirror as if you're giving a speech because that's what you're doing and we always part of our philosophy is we always do hearing prep with clients and walk them through how it works but Mm -hmm. you're right they're waiting for their they've been waiting for their site for four months and it's hard you know you can practice a lot but sometimes you get up there and you're like what is coming out of their mouth (laughs) like no stop talking Please. But yeah, judges are different. Like I, that recent case I had in Johnston County, the judge just looked at me. He said, I throw people in jail. If they violate an order, I'm just going to do it. Really? Apparently that's true. <laughs> Whoops. So I try to convey that to my client. So hopefully that works out well. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I know who she's talking about. JB, uh, what's up? So from the intake perspective, because we have a specific intake process. Well, what is intake? Our, what are you talking about? I'm sorry. So when someone calls into our office and they are interested in services and trying to find out how to get started and how it all works, we have a designated team to help those individuals. And sometimes people know right away, I want to work with a male attorney. I want to work with a female attorney. Some don't really care. And sometimes they'll ask us, well, what do you think? Do you think I should work with a female attorney if it's a, if it's a female calling because they'll know they'll identify better with my needs or do you think 
a male attorney will think more like my ex-husband or vice versa. Sometimes we've had. Sorry, I'm laughing. No, <laughs> he's like my asshole ex-husband. Yeah. Do you have one of those? <laughs> but we've also had yes. males. Yes, exhibit A. <laughs> yeah. We've also had males come in and say the reverse. I want a female attorney because they're going to think. So for people that call in and they ask us, what do you think? Do you think it's better to work with a male or a female? Personally, we always try to say, really, it's personal preference. Right. All of our attorneys are very qualified. You'll be in great hands with whoever. But if somebody is skeptical as a female, maybe if they're a little more reserved to work with a male attorney, Chris, what is what can we help put their mind at ease? <laughs> to put you on the spot here. Right. <laughs> Over 10 years, I've had hundreds of clients, for one, and I'd say half of them are female. But there again, working in an office with a dozen women. You know, have a wife and a daughter at home <laughs> and the mother and sister that I grew up with. So, I, yeah. So you have a very good feminine side, shall we say? Yeah. Maybe we won't call it that. But, <laughs> but you can relate to the Yes, exactly. Side. Yeah. It, like Elizabeth said, it's about the empathy. And you got to get in that space, male, female, you know, and, and yeah. just the individual. It's not who, it's who they are, not what they are. Hey guys, it's Jen with New Direction Family Law. And if you yourself have been through a divorce or you know someone that's contemplating a divorce, then you know how important it is to make sure that you know your legal rights or your friend knows their legal rights and options to help develop the best plan for them and their family moving forward. At New Direction Family Law, we have over 30 years of combined experience protecting the rights of our clients in family law matters. We aggressively advocate, we aggressively support, and we absolutely educate our clients to achieve the best possible outcomes. So if you or someone you know are facing these questions or contemplating separation or divorce, give us a call to schedule an initial consultation today. You can reach us at 919-719-3470 or reach out to us via our website at newdirectionfamilylaw.com. And we were talking about that today is like, we're lawyers and we think a certain way and it's very factual. And that's not what people necessarily want when they're coming in the first time. They want to know it's somebody that listens to me, that understands what I'm going through and can reflect back to me how I feel and tell me what I need to do a lot of times. Exactly. Yeah. To validate those feelings and then structure your process around their goal that they want and a lot of the goals are going to be the same, whether it's a mom or a dad or a husband and wife. Right, but a lot of times it's goals that we know we can't reach. I've had cases where they want the dad not to have unsupervised visits, and, and you do your best to help them understand that that's not going to happen. So what do you do with some with somebody like that? Well, you, you've got to pick the time and place, too. I don't know that first consultation is the time to do well, it. No, right. Really break, them, <laughs> break down, down. But, you know, <laughs> their feelings, because they're... Regardless of how we think factually or whatnot, their feelings are valid. Absolutely. Living it. And that's what I tell them a lot of times in that first meeting is, I've known you for an hour. I don't know your soon-to-be ex from Adam. I, I'm hearing what you're saying, and we're going to try to do the best we can. That's good. With I, the facts that we... Exactly. And what I tell a lot of people is, my job is to make your life at least a little bit better by the time we're done, as opposed to solving all the problems. problems. And we can't do that. We yeah. really right. cannot solve all their well, problems. Thinking in my head and with my consultations, I think I validate the feelings. Sure. But then I break them down a little bit. Too. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. like here's reality. You know, right. yeah. this, is, this is, in my experience, I, I never tell a client what a judge is going to do because I have no, no idea. friggin' idea what they're going to do. But we're not going to sugarcoat it. No. Yeah, totally. Right. Oh, and I don't know if y'all are like this. Busy, my paralegal, her motto is believe but fact check. It's not mm -hmm. like I don't 
believe what you're saying to me, but bring me the documents, bring me the evidence to show me what you're saying is right. true, because I'm going to need that when I go to court anyway. Expect the best, prepare for the worst. Worst, exactly. I think that's the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's true. Yeah, that's, true. that's what you got to do, because you don't know what the other side's going to throw at you. Right. And you got to really check your expectations. And because by doing that, you're going to set up different plans, plan A, plan B. If you're going to court, it's going to be out of your hands, ultimately, when the judge gives a decision. Right. And if it's a certain decision, you got to make sure that you planned for that to happen, even if you didn't want it. Here's the worst case, best case, middle case. Yeah, like you need these, to explain all of it. Like that same case I was talking about where someone moved out of state and just enrolled children without talking to their spouse. You might get to keep the kids in that state, but you might not. So let's think of a plan right. for what happens if the judge says, says no. the kids have to stay Come here. Right. So it's right. good to have all those different scenarios and trying to do your best to prepare for whatever's going to happen. Agreed. Agreed. Do you like practicing family law? I'm assuming so. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before I started with New Direction, my, my practice was a little bit of everything. Criminal defense, family law, mental health stuff. You got all that in family yeah. law. You don't it, well, do exactly, anything else. Exactly. And I think that's the perfect blend for me, too, because I do get, I think I would get bored if I were you know, processing personal injury claims. I know, or, you know contracts could, or something exactly. like that. that right. So I do get to do a little bit of that. I was on the phone with a bell bondsman earlier today for a client, <laughs> you know, so... Not my yeah. best day, but not my worst <laughs> that's day. Worst that's day. always an so. awkward conversation. <laughs> that would be yeah. like Sarah's worst day, I think, was when she was down in, was it? I was in Carteret Bar- County. Carteret County. Yeah, and you had to belt when somebody. We were there on the DVPO, and all of a sudden, after the hearing, and we won the hearing, it got dismissed, and then there was another filing or something, and then my client just got arrested right in front of my eyes. And he's like, Sarah, bail me out. And I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> That's not my wheelhouse. No, I'm going to call Bill's bondman for you, right. but I, I'm not going to put up the money for you. Right. <laughs> You're a great client, but and then I'm not I gotta go back to I got to go back to Raleigh. Right. <laughs> Good luck. A little index check, check. DVPO means Domestic Violence Protective Order. Thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think my worst day was yesterday, I think. They, they seem to just, you get new ones all, <laughs> the, all the time. And Christmas seems to be crazy. Yeah. And maybe it's the pandemic and, and people are just off, out of their minds. I don't know, but it's yeah. hard. Chris, what's your advice to people these days? Pandemic? Oh. In the pandemic court world. In the court world? Yeah. Just keep following that order. That's all I, <laughs> that's what I've learned over the last nine months. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And a court order is a court order. You're not going to get a new one anytime Mm -hmm. soon, most likely. Nope. Nope. Chris, anything else that you want people to know about you besides how awesome your beard is? I know you guys can't see him. (laughs) This dude's got an amazing quaff of hair and beard. What's your ultimate hipster? I'm telling you. (laughs) What's your morning routine like with that thing? I'd rather not. It may involve oil, sprays. Flat iron. Wow. Wow. It's longer. Well, I don't even do that. So no. It takes longer to get ready. You or your wife. Oh, it's definitely me. It's not the beard. It's the hair that takes the longest. Oh, okay. That gets the most work. I don't know what is technically the longest, though. <laughs> the yeah. hair or the beard. beard. Yeah. They're both out there. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, this actually came up yesterday, and I told someone in the office this, too, because Elizabeth was talking about her worst day, and I and I know why I was there. But what I'm always impressed with all the all the ladies in in our office is ladies how you how we can be behind closed doors, and I can see the real, you know, the the nitty gritty. And then when we go out and represent clients, it's class and professionalism, and and I love that. I love being able to just let loose and do the work and be able to complain and not not feel like you're letting people down if you're complaining right. about having a bad day because it happens. That's happening. Yeah. And we try not to let, like, I never let a client know that 
that I'm in court, that I'm not available for them. And I think we try to always have, we all have a paralegal. We've got a legal assistant, but somebody's going to reach out to you, even if we can't. Right. Thing. If we're, because when I'm dedicated to a case on a client, I'm dedicated to that client that day. But I want them to feel like they're also being taken right. care of and got their exactly. hand held and that kind of thing. We have to triage, just like if you're in hospital and you have a bump or something that hurts and there's someone with a leg falling off, then you got to take care of the leg first. Right. We're going to take care of you too. And I always make sure to reach out to clients as soon as possible when I know that something in their life is going tough, even if it's not necessarily a legal situation, right, right. but just maybe an emotional one, they've reached out to you and you know that they need something. They need to hear something. I think of it as, um, like, we're the we're the surgeons and then the, the paralegals are like the PA. Mm. And then we've got the legal assistant that's the nurse. And that's how we triage sort of things. And, right. and so we may not be always be the one you're talking to, but you're talking to someone that knows your case and cares about your case for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All of our paralegals are fantastic. They, kick like, oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> they can't wait to listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know how many times I say, wait, which one is this again? <laughs> and they're they have to remind are, me. Yeah. yeah, they're probably our biggest fans too. Yeah, for oh, now. Cool. <laughs> we can do what we do without them. That's for <laughs> sure. That's for sure. Chris, we're happy to have you here. Thank you. And Thank you're going to join us for a few additional episodes Absolutely. after this. So stick around, listen to the next one to hear more of the perspective from Chris. And as always, ain't that, that some sh- sh- Thanks for listening. This episode is complete. Visit newdirectionfamilylaw.com for show notes and resources and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for more resources and information. And remember, with change comes empowerment.